Episode 49, Tis the Season to Have Sex. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the 7 Days of Sex Challenge. Featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And first and foremost, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We, uh, we hope that you had a wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving with friends and family. Yeah. And um, hopefully you're a little bit warmer than it was here in San Diego. We've gotten a cold snap. And yes, for all of those of you that are someplace colder, I am whining about the cold weather. I live in San Diego. I don't live here for a reason. I exactly. I don't like (laughs) warm weather to have to be bundled in cold. You know, I like wearing my sweaters, but I want to do it on my terms, not because it's, you know, 35 degrees. And because of the cold weather, we have moved ourselves out of the studio, also known as the garage and into our kitchen because it is just too darn frigid for us. And there was no way Elise and I were going to make it through a podcast without our teeth chattering if we were out there. So, so yes, all of you in cold weather states, you can email us or call us and tell us that we're wimps and that we should be able to deal with it. We'd love to hear from you. Sure thing. Absolutely. Um, but we've lived in cold weather. We've, we lived in Washington state. We lived in Spokane for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. The first winter was absolutely gorgeous and fun. It was new and exciting. And then the second winter... Our oldest was born. Back up. Our first winter started in October and went until May 15th. Yeah, but it was still fun and sort of exciting. And yeah, Uh it still sucked. Okay. (laughs) Hello, May. Yes, Yes. this is true. But our oldest was born in December. The doctor said, don't take him out for a month because he was small. He wasn't super small. He's like six pounds something. And at that point in time, I remember looking at Elise and I think it was January and I said, you know what? It's time to go back. And within three months, we were both moved back down to San Mm -hmm. Diego. We actually chose where we live here in San Diego on the suggestion of a buddy, the same buddy who told us that Spokane would be a great place to live and have not moved or left and have no plans of leaving. So we love this place. We love the community we're in, the, the friendships, our church, the school system, and gosh, for me, the cycling buddies I have now for Elisa, all of her girlfriends. And yes, Tony did go cycling on Thanksgiving morning. That is actually a Thanksgiving tradition in our house. And it was cold. Yeah. I get up and make the turkey. He gets up and goes and burns off the calories so he can eat the turkey. That's right. Um, That's just one of those... That's Those just tradition. Yeah. tradition. Yeah. I make sure to get out on Thanksgiving Day. We uh, we actually had a pretty quiet Thanksgiving Very. Uh, this year in terms of the number of people that we had. Um, years We opened up our home. Thanksgiving is our holiday in Tony's family. And, you know, in years past, that's meant various cousins and aunts and uncles. Aunts and uncles. We've I mean, had numerous friends. I think we've friends. been up to, you know, 18 to 20 Mm-hmm. in years past and this year everybody was somewhere else except for your parents and your grandmother so it was just yeah. seven of us this year um and my grandmother's 88 yes so it, it was an interesting time just having her around mm-hmm. and she is a grandmother if i'm not mistaken i've told you guys about that has since been put in a home 
She lives in a retirement retirement community. community. (laughs) She has her own apartment. And uh, so it's interesting to have her here and talking to her. For those of you who have seen Big Fish, and if you haven't, I would recommend seeing it. It is a fantastic movie. But Elisa made a really good comparison. The father, and and this isn't a spoiler alert or anything, but the father really tends to embellish on the stories he tells. And I noticed my grandmother doing that a lot. At one point, she told me there was there's at least four guys in the community who want to marry her. God bless her. But <laughs> sorry, I'm, I, yeah, I mean, it was I like just, one of the first things she said was just you know there there are four guys and they all want me to marry them and and I'm like well that's great what do you, you know what are you waiting for yeah jump yeah. on She's it like oh no 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 you know but 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 it, it might be true just like in Big Fish well and that's what I told Tony I said you know it was really interesting having seen that movie on the recommendation of so many of you that you know, as I'm listening to her tell all of these stories and tell about what her life is like now in this um, apartment home that she's been in, a retirement home that she's been in for about four months now, since mm-hmm. August. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing these stories and I'm wondering how much, how much truth is there in this? You know, will we get to a point where we're at a funeral for her and these guys are going to come up and be like, she would never say, you know, she would never say yes to marry me. I mean, I, you know, it's conceivable that could happen. And and so you start having these, you know, having seen that movie, it kind of alters your, your perception of people's stories to say, you know what, there might be a lot of truth to this. And I can't dismiss, even though it seems a little far fetched to me, I can't dismiss her stories. No. And, you know, so you take it with that grain of salt. And you're like, wow, you know, she's living it up. It was fun having her. I mean, she sat here in the kitchen just washing dishes and, she made herself useful and it was fun having her. So we also celebrated both our kids' birthdays because both of our kids, we have Thanksgiving and then our kids are between Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas. So we And have, no, we did not plan it that way. That's just the way it happened. It's just the way it happened, you know. Well, it, it, Andrew would have been a... Andrew would have been a May baby. Yeah, so our second child who many of you know we lost at uh, 18 weeks he would have been a May baby. So yeah, we didn't, so plan I tried. <laughs> well, I tried too. Yeah. I guess. I don't uh, know. I, I was just having sex. You told me to have sex. I had yeah, sex. we weren't really, well, we weren't planning. We, it, were, we, we weren't, we weren't planning. You know, we never planned any of the nah. kids. So what's happened in your week? Um, really it's just, you know, the kids have been home and you know, I spent five to six hours cooking on Thursday morning and mm-hmm. really haven't done much cooking since then. Yeah, you know, kind of tapped me out in terms of what yeah. I was up for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of you know that I've been playing around with making alterations in my diet and had been going gluten-free up until Thanksgiving. And um, yeah, didn't exactly stick to that on Thanksgiving and could totally feel. And, you know, I experienced a lot of symptoms, reactions, whatnot. So um Still doing a lot of research yeah, on the gluten-free. Um, Got you picked and, up another couple uh, of know, books. I picked at up the another library. couple of books. I, I'm such I'm such a reader and a researcher. You know, when it comes to something like this and trying to figure it out, and you know, it's 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 a journey. Totally um, is. You know, I know that we've got one email here from um, from Nina Nelson, who's been a longtime listener and fan of ours. You know, this she actually sent this email a few weeks ago. We just 
with everything else that's been coming, haven't really had a chance to dig into it, but it ties very much into what's going on with my eating and you know, this for my week, but she had, you know, we were talking, this was when I had said I didn't eat any of the Halloween candy. And she said, I also didn't eat any of this year. A miracle for me as I have a bad sugar addiction. I wanted to thank you for talking about your problems with sugar. I've battled a rash all my life that ranges from being concentrated on my chest and stomach to covering my neck to toe during pregnancies. I found out recently that it's most likely yeast self-diagnosis after several wrong diagnoses. I can completely relate to that. Yeah, you can. (laughs) With trial and error, I've discovered that refined sugars and other starches are the culprits. So I'm cutting out sugar now. Then I'll start working on cutting out the other stuff. Thankfully, Ian, her husband, has never had a problem with how my body looks when I have rash breakouts, but it makes me feel anything but sexy. I'm so glad to have a solution to a longstanding problem. And it's nice to know that someone else understands what I'm going through. Nina, I do. And you are so not alone out there. Um, and it's hard. It's hard when food is at the root of your problems because, you know, a, there are a lot of convenience foods out there that are touted to make our lives easier and having two children and a husband, you know, in a busy life, sometimes I fall culprit to just, you know, it's just easier just to pick something up. Um, but what I'm learning is I don't have that. I don't have that option for myself. I've really got to, you know, plan a little bit more. And it's like, even today we went out to eat with the kids and fiasco there in terms of choices and restaurants being packed. But we ended up at, um, a Mexican fast food restaurant here called El Pollo Loco. And, you know, I actually had to make a conscious decision as I was standing there looking at their menu going, okay, I'm not going to get the flour tortillas that I prefer. And I need something that has more protein because that's one of the areas that I've identified that my diet has really been lacking in. Well, we both have have come to realize that, which has caused us it, not only, I guess the reason we bring this up a lot right now is because what we're realizing in our own lives is that our wellness and our, our well-being has a direct correlation to our intimacy. Mm-hmm. And... Many of you might be able to relate with this because if you're feeling lethargic or tired or you just don't have any energy for whatever reason it might be just to get you through your day with work and kids and chores and this and that and the other, when it comes down to you time with you and your spouse, well, there's nothing left. And Elisa and I have been dealing with this. And so we're on this journey again, uh, Elise and I, ha- this isn't the first time, this probably won't be the last time, but we're on this journey again, really trying to figure out, okay, what is it at the root is causing us to feel this way? For Elisa, she has come to find out that it most likely is the glutens. For myself, I, I, I'm not too sure, I'm going through a detox right now, and if you're interested in learning more about how that's going, you can check it out at fitmarriage.com. I'm seven days into it and I'm feeling awesome. I, I really am. I, I believe the toxins in my body were just overruling my body. And to tell you the truth, when it came down to having that moment at night with Elisa to have sex, to be intimate physically with her, I was tired and it didn't just, it didn't stop there. It would then mean I would have a lackluster night of sleep, 
wake up the next morning not feeling good, trying to work out, trying to do something, and it just wasn't all coming together. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're sort of down this journey right now because we believe that there's got to be better. Well, and yeah, based on a lot of the research that I'm doing, I have to believe, A, we're not alone, and B, a lot of people are going Mm. through what are symptoms with underlying causes that you know, they probably have sought out help, but a lot of doctors, because they are so busy, they're so overworked and I'm not faulting them. They don't necessarily have the time to be able to dedicate to really getting to the underlying root cause. And, you know, just like in Nina's email where she talks about, you know, a lot of wrong diagnoses, you know, doctors are overworked. You know, and so they are, and I have a good buddy of mine who is a doctor. And so it becomes one of those things where you have to start doing research on your own. You have to say, you know what? There might be issues with what I'm putting into my body. There might be issues with my hormones being imbalanced. There might be issues with chemical imbalances, you know, neurotransmitters and things like that. And so I just encourage you, if you're feeling this way, you know, start seeking out help from a nutritionist. I am actually... Um, it's on my list to do tomorrow is to contact Sean Croxton of underground wellness and let him know that I am going to go forward with him. Uh, I talked about Mm -hmm. that a couple weeks ago where, you know, it's going to be a very detailed analysis of what's going on. Kind of, uh, I don't want to say at the cell. Well, it could be at the cellular level. I don't want to misquote that, but at a very deep rooted level as opposed to, Oh, I've got a skin rash. Let's put some cream on it type of thing. He's going to be looking at my hormone levels. He's going to be looking at blood work. He's going, you know, a lot of the fundamental body systems to see how they're imbalanced or not imbalanced. And so this is a time of year when people get stressed. This is a time of year when you might not be eating well. We're, we're right in that 30 days between Thanksgiving and Christmas when there are holiday parties, there are, you know, snacks coming into the office because your vendors are bringing you treats. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're picking up a little of this. You're picking up a little of that. And, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my pants don't fit. Or I don't want to get naked in front of my spouse. You know I mean? So all of this food stuff ties right back into your intimacy. Oh, it totally does. It, 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 we it, talk about food a lot because we know it, it plays in. So I'm looking hot right now, though. I got the six pack. <laughs> what's that look why, why did you do that because they know you don't have an ego problem just a little <laughs> i can have it e- i'm i'm stoked although it's sort of funny when my mom was asking me where my six-pack was yeah so tony, like my mom would even know what a six-pack is tony comes out after you know wrapped in a towel after a shower on thanksgiving day we're all sitting here it's you know before we've had thanksgiving dinner and you know he's probably checking something on his phone and his mom looks over and she goes, so do you have that six pack thing? Where are those, those six? <laughs> yeah. Like, like six. she was looking for numbers on his chest or something, you know, like where's the six. And so he pointed them out to his mom, all proud. You know it. Yeah. Gotta show mom what's up. We gotta show your mom. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, yeah. um, yeah. And today, you know, this next couple of days is just kind of a big deal for us. This is, um, Right about now, five years ago, it's 8.30 at night on Sunday night, November 28th. I went into labor with our baby girl, Abby, 
And so we are celebrating her birthday tomorrow and um, just kind of doing a trip down memory lane today, you know, told her about her birth and um, just, you know, kind of honing in on the fact that our baby's five. She's she's not a baby anymore. They're growing up. And this week, you know, we're, we're talking about Abby. But this week, Alex and I finished the Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And it's just been such, you know, he's going to be eight. And it's just been such a joy to be able to go through those with him. It's it's truly been a an amazing week for, for he and I. I mean, we've just really bonded doing our football thing tonight. We were watching the Chargers beat on the Indianapolis Colts before he had to go to bed. And I just looked and saw that our Chargers are making that second half run and beat on Did the they Colts. Win? Yeah, like okay. 36-14. So Alex okay. will be stoked tomorrow. And you know, it's it's been it's been cool just getting to this point in our lives and man, for the last 3 days they've been outside just running around romping around with all their friends. Mhm. It's been well, cool. And, and just to brag on Alex, so, you know, we've got Abby's birthday tomorrow and we've got a couple traditions when it comes to birthdays. One is that the kids go out to breakfast just with their dad on their birthday. They get to do whatever they want, donuts or breakfast or wherever. Um, and then we also have the birthday presents for the family that's waiting for them mm-hmm. when they wake up. Well, you know, I, in years past, have bought a couple of presents so that Alex can choose what he wants to give his sister and vice versa. And so this morning... He comes to me and he's like, mom, mom, I need, I need the wrapping paper and I need scissors and I need tape. <laughs> okay. Okay, Alex. great. What, what's going on? He's like, I'm, I'm going to wrap Abby's present. And I said, oh, do you want to pick? He goes, no, I got it. And so he's in his room and he won't let his sister in his room because of course it's top secret. And then all of a sudden I start hearing this, mom, I need your help. And you know, then she starts whining because she wants to be let in on the secret. And I go in and he has, I've taken pictures of it. He's wrapped a book for her and he's wrapped silly bands, which are those, those rubber bands, bands that are in different shapes and they've been all the rage, but I think they're starting to fizzle out. Um, and so he's made this very cute cause he wrapped the book and then he put the silly bands. And so it kind of looks like a birthday can like a candle on top of the book. And awesome. he's got strips of wrapping paper and tape all over this thing. I mean, it's, it's definitely a kid concoction and he is so proud of himself as he should be. And he's, he drew a little picture for her. And then there was another little envelope on there. And he's like, mom, you know, what's in that envelope. But I'm like, I have no idea. I didn't know that. I thought it was just an envelope, you know, I, I said, no, honey, what's in there? He goes, I gave Abby a dollar and t- you don't know, Alex, <laughs> Alex is very tight with his money. <laughs> oh, Tony's laughing because it's actually an understatement. I mean, Alex gets his money and he like wants to go, you know, he, it's all his and he wants to go spend it almost as soon as he gets it. Mm-hmm. And the other day we let him go to Seven Eleven. He bought a treat for his sister. You know, she'd given him money, but he bought her, he bought the treat and just, you know, Abby, keep your money. And so then for him to give her a dollar for her birthday with this hand wrapped gift, which is actually a book that he got years ago and the silly bands, I am just, I am beside myself amazed at the young man that he's becoming, you know, when he's not driving me crazy and making me, you know, pull my hair out. He's really this wonderful, loving kid. And I so appreciate those glimpses to balance out all the times when I'm just like, really? You've done good. (laughs) No, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, it does. You've done good. You know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, 
he is going to be a caring, generous man. Mm-hmm. He is. He might throw a tantrum now and then, but he's going to be a caring, generous man. Yeah. On my front last week, I talked about sort of my dry spell. I've been walking through with God and, you know, I want to say thank you to all of you who've uh, been praying and sent some messages. Ron, thank you for your, uh, your comments on the, on the post on the podcast there. That, that, that was awesome. And I got to pick up Rick Warren's book again, but you know, I just had some really good times this week talking to God and, and really sensed his presence on the bike again, which is where I really sense God a lot of the times. So it, it, it was really cool just being at church and worship and, and just this week we had Dr. Mark Strauss come speak. Our, we just found out our senior pastor has cancer of the upper palate yeah. in his mouth. It's a lymphoma of the mouth, but so, it's in his upper palate. So please pray for our uh, pastor. His name is uh, Harry Keel. But anyway, it, it was one of those sermons where Mark was speaking on the Eucharist. And Dr. Mark is a theologian, a professor, and he teaches so well. I mean, he really dives into this. And I just had this sense while he was just talking of just Jesus being right there next to me and just going, I'm right here, buddy. I'm not leaving you. I'm not going anywhere. Just stick in with stick in here with me. And I really did feel it in that sermon and at that moment, God just there and have since picked up my Bible again and just getting back into the word. And I notice there are those times when I just get so consumed with everything else that I, I forget to pick up my Bible. And I think that's what I need to be doing is getting into that Bible to, to read his word, to understand what is happening so I can then apply it to my life, to my family, to whatever's happening around me. So thank you guys. It's, it's so appreciated. Then, uh, Two other quick things before we jump into tonight's topic. We had a very exciting email. We did. This week, We um, earlier in the week, we got this email from a listener in Holland. And this is our first, this is our first email from the, Euro, the European continent. It is. Yes. I had to think about that one. Yes. yes, it is. It says, first of all, I am not good in English. I am Dutch. I always listen to your podcast. It helps me very much. I understand more English than I read. I hope you understand. I love your podcast. I wish I, I wish they were in Dutch. Every time I listen, I cry. I pray for your marriage. God bless you. Thank you. I wish I was better in English. All I wanted to say is thank you. When I hear you speak, I cry. Thanks for your tips with a lot of love. And I'm probably going to mispronounce your name, so I am sorry. But Yolanda Reikling. Which is just From awesome. Holland. We so, love you. Yolanda, thank you so much for writing to us. Do not worry about your English. We're just I, excited I that you wrote us. I can make it through really and are. love the fact that you found us there in Holland. Um, and hopefully you are, sounds like you're excited enough that you probably already are sharing us with your friends there. And um, we just appreciate, we appreciate hearing from you. We do. And you guys know that that's, these are the little things that, you know, if we're having a bad week or if we're just trying to figure out what we're doing, you guys call in on the listener feedback line, the 858-876-5663, or you shoot us an email um, at Ask Elisa at One Extraordinary Marriage or... Ask Tony at One Extraordinary Marriage. The, these are the little notes of encouragement 
Um, it's not just a notes of encouragement for us, but it's a notes of encouragement for the whole community. Mm-hmm. It's for all of you out there who listen weekly that jump on, you know, download this from iTunes and, and share. And that's what it's about. I mean, it, it really is just Elise and I behind some mics, but it's about you guys and it's about changing your lives. And when you do email and when you do call in, know that you are having an impact on people's lives. You may not know it, but you do. I mean, you you guys that have been listening for any sense of or length of time know that we have listeners in Australia. We have listeners in South Africa, Canada. Um, and so to hear that we have, you know, a new listener in Holland, you know, That's it's rad. just, you get that picture of the world in your mind and you start putting, you know, in addition to the hundreds and whatnot of, little pins that would be on the United States, you start looking at those ones that are in other countries and, and you start realizing how many people out there want to have extraordinary marriages. Yeah. You know, and through word of mouth, through reviews on your blog sites, through sharing what's going on here, or, you know, chiming in on Facebook, telling your friends about us, you're building this enormous community of folks that want to have extraordinary marriages. Um, you know, and that's showed even with the, um, the top 10 marriage blog list, which you guys can still vote for. Mm -hmm. Well, now you can vote. We sort of launched it a little early last week, but now if you want to, by all means, go to one extraordinary marriage.com and hit the blog and you'll see it right there on the right hand side, a big old logo for the top 10, click it, vote for us. And we hope to be on that top 10 list. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's that's another way that you guys just have a have a voice and that's right. who's listening and what they're listening to. So um, there is that. And then we have a friendly little contest yeah. for this week. We were we, actually contacted by um, the promotions director for... Now, now let, let's, let's, let's give this a little more, little oomph here because we want you to hear this folks because this this is really cool i mean this isn't just some like cheesy little contest we got going on we are are you saying it's cheesy when we give away our books no okay i'm just saying it's not a cheesy little contest that you might find at your local store (laughs) (laughs) okay so if that's not enough i just want the drum roll and build up for you guys i don't don't have any yeah i don't have any like no drum roll i don't have any sound bites in that so i I need to get those you need to get a drum roll okay well anyways we got this is a cool contest this is a cool contest so we were we were contacted by the promotions director for this show that is currently running in new york city it's called blind date new york city we're going to have a link to it on our website they have two tickets for listeners to our podcast yep so what we're going to do is we're going to open this up. So you have to be able to go to the show. The show is running from December 2nd through the 20th. You would get two tickets. And what we need you to do is after you've gone to see the show, we need you to either write a blog entry so you can like send that to us in an email or you can do a blog. You can, you know, sit in front of a video camera and record it. And, you know, we just want to get your feedback on the show. It is, um, it's an improv show. And basically there's this character called Mimi. And she chooses a male member of the audience and it's their blind date. And she's, the show has been running. Um, she's Canadian. And when you go to the website, you can Google her. Her name's Rebecca Northen. Um, it looks hysterical. And if there was any way that we could get to New York city, 
in the next three weeks. We would have made it. We would have made it. I'm requesting that they come to the West Coast so that we... We can get it. So that we can see it. But if you're going to be in New York City in the next three weeks, you would like two tickets to the show and you can send us a blog entry or a vlog entry, video entry after the show, then you need to call in by next Sunday, which is December 5th. Yes, December 5th. Sounds right to me. And call us at 858-876-5663 with your name and... Um, just let us know that you can be there and that you're willing to do it. And we will choose one of those winners. We'll do you want them to say something other than I can be there? What do you want them to say? I want them to say how one extraordinary marriage has impacted their marriage. There you go. So you need to call in and tell us how one extraordinary marriage has impacted your marriage in three minutes or less because Google voice will cut you off at three minutes. And if you know, Tim, Tim will go longer. So that's why he'll, He'll get cut off at three and then he'll call back for another one and a half. Oh, that's, that's the thing with him. Yeah. Oh, you figured he, it out. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's three minutes. Okay. So and, and we love you, Tim. I'm just using you as an example there. So, so three minutes or less, how one extraordinary marriage has impacted your marriage and... Because you know what? Okay. On the 30th of November was the first blog post we ever put out. So that's this Tuesday. That's when this one's going to go out. This, po- this podcast is going to go up yeah. on the 30th. Yeah. So on the, yeah. So, that so was, when you're listening to this, if you listen to it on Tuesday, Miss Carrie, first, we know that you're listening to this. Yeah. It's the first blog post that we ever put out was on the 30th of November. So we're, we're hitting some pretty cool places right now. So call us at 858-876-5663 if you can make it and call us. We'll have all the information on the website too. Yeah. Please go to the website to find all that. So tis the season. Tis the season. Tis the season. To do what? To have sex. Let's have it. Let's have, yeah. Let's have more of it. This is a crazy time of year. And I'm not just saying this because I have two children's birthdays between Thanksgiving and Christmas and the memorial of a third child. I'm saying this because Christmas decorations have been up for the last couple of weeks. People have, my, my local Costco, I had to park in the very last row today because there were easily a thousand other people at least. I'm sure more. At Costco. That was probably just a thousand cars. Um, people are in a hurry. I've already witnessed people getting rude at Dude, cashiers, yeah. at other people in the parking lot. It's like a time of year when people just feel like they can be rude too. I don't get it. It's like a. a it's like a, a Friday, Thursday night. Flips. They ate their tur- their turkey, and then Drives me for crazy. many people, <laughs> because they woke up so early to go to the Black Friday sales, it's like their circadian rhythms are out of whack, and it just impacts the next thirty days. Yeah. Um. So but one of the out. areas that often gets neglected during this crazy busy time of year, excuse me, is intimacy. It, it's your sex life. Because you're wrapping presents and you've got to go get that one more gift for so-and-so and and you've got the Christmas party and you've got, oh my gosh, there's only two more weeks until Christmas and how are we going to pay the bills and who's coming for Christmas dinner and do I have enough food and the kids are getting out of school next week and there's the person that sits across the table from you at dinner and he's like, hey, remember me? Remember me? Or the gal. Or the gal. I'm sitting across from you, so it's, yeah, you know, but we forget that all that hustle and bustle 
on December 26th is over. It's over. It's all this build up for one day, which actually, you know, with the kids opening presents is all about 30 minutes. And you've spent the last 30 days avoiding, neglecting your spouse. Mm-hmm. And, and so we were... And, and the ramifications don't end in 30 days. That, that's the big thing that you need to realize now is that what happens in the 30 days prior can affect your marriage for 30, 60, 90 days, if not longer after. So you got to realize what's happening. And if this has been happening in your marriage in the past, it might be time to start making changes. Mm-hmm. Because I know for a fact that it gets a little much when everything's going on. And as a husband, I get squeezed out because of all the stuff that is going on. It's the time when Elise and I need to communicate with each other and realize that, okay, things need to get done. I understand that, but there are times and there are places where I need to be with you. Mm-hmm. I need to communicate with you. I need to sit with you. And I'm not saying that it doesn't mean you're not wrapping Christmas presents together or going to a a specific service together that may be around, you know, the birth of Christ or what that might be. But this is a time of year when when you really got to take notice. Right. Because the kids usually start taking precedent even more so than they should during the year. And it's just, it's a funky time. So we want to sort of give you guys the leg up before it really gets going. And this is, this is the voice of experience. You know, you guys know that we don't, we don't talk from a place that we haven't been. Um, I have, for me, this is a very challenging time of year um, because of the kids' birthdays. Because like we told you, we've got one tomorrow and one in two weeks. And Andrew was born the day after Alex's birthday. So this is a time of year that I, and I, you know, I figured this out talking to a friend um, a while back who's also suffered miscarriages. I kind of work myself into a frenzy so that I don't have to think about the fact, so I don't have to think about Andrew's death. Uh-huh. And so it's one of those things where I, I get very busy. And I mean, my kid's, there have been times where their birthday celebrations have lasted almost two weeks in terms of multiple birthday parties with the family and with friends and their actual birthday. And, um, this year we're not this year. We're not, it's very condensed Mm -hmm. this year, which is just a function of the way things worked out on the calendar. Um, but also I think an awareness of myself that I can't, I can't keep up that pace. I can't, you know, I can't be so busy trying to avoid, the the real the reality that Andrew died six years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and there are a lot of you that this is a difficult time of year. You know, I know, you know. So we have Andrew's death on the fourteenth, and my grandfather died on December 9th. and so you know, for my mom, this is an incredibly difficult time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, many of you have lost family members, and so you have different coping mechanisms. 
And what you have to do is you have to lean on your spouse. And more important, you need to lean on Jesus. You, you have to not create these external distractions that, you know, oh, I got to do, you know, we've got to decorate the tree. Not that you don't have to decorate the tree, but when it becomes so outwardly focused that you're just doing stuff to be doing stuff as opposed to saying, you know what, this is our family and we're going to, you know, spend this time together or I'm going to sit down on the couch and, you know, we're going to watch a Christmas carol Mm -hmm. together as a family. I, you know, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to hold my husband's hand or I'm going to wrap my arm around my wife and just say, you know what, honey, little squeeze. I love you. Right. You know, you've got to be focused on your intimacy in a time of the year when intimacy is so far from so many people's minds. Totally is. And and another thing that gets brought into that is the financial issues. So if you come to this point in the year and you have no idea what you're spending for Christmas, I got to tell you, you got to make changes because you're sabotaging yourself and your marriage. Because if you come up to November, December 1st, I should say, and have no idea what the budget is for Christmas presents, that is going to cause stress on you guys. Absolutely. And, and this happened years ago with Elisa and I when it was a, and this was before kids and a little bit after Alex was born, but it was, we never really talked about how much we're going to spend on each other. So it ends up being a, well, I'm going to get this and I want to get that. And, you know, it gets put on that credit card and on this credit card. And then the day comes and you're looking at each other going, holy crap, we just spent a thousand bucks. And that doesn't do well and doesn't bode well for your financial intimacy, for your physical intimacy. So these are things you got to be thinking about. Now for us, Elise and I, give ourselves a budget. We know what we're going to spend on each other and it's okay. Our love is not dependent on what I get Elisa on Christmas morning. And if it is, it's all off base. It's, it's shallow and there are many more problems. Right. Because if she values what she's getting on who I am, then it's not going to work out because I think we spend what roughly a hundred bucks on each yeah, other. Yeah, give or take. Hundred bucks. I mean, pretty much is under hundred fifty. That's that's what we usually do, depending on where we are and what we've decided. Um, and, and again, a lot of that sometimes for us is because I'm self-employed. My income goes up and down. Mm-hmm. So throughout the year, we're looking at and trying to determine. Well, we have a very interesting budget. <laughs> Uh, compared to those who are who are on a fixed salary per se, right. so you you really got to start thinking about that because if the finances are coming up, and this isn't just on you guys, I mean, think about if you haven't talked about what you're getting for the kids, and then all of a sudden dad goes out and spends a hundred bucks, mom goes out and spends a hundred bucks on the same kid, and all you were supposed to spend was fifty, that's going to cause some heartache and some problems. Well, and, I mean, it's to the point where our kids know. I mean, our, our kids get three gifts and we started this when Alex was it's probably three or four I we probably started earlier than that I doubt it earlier I, I remember we had two Christmases his first Christmas and his second Christmas where there were so many gifts for him between us and the family that like he got bored and wandered off 
Oh, that's And it was right. after that second Christmas where I'm like, Mm-mm. That's it. So what we give our kids now are three gifts each. That's what they get. And our basis for this is Jesus, our Savior, when he was born, got three gifts. Now, they were beautiful gifts. But every year, we give our kids beautiful gifts. They get three. And we don't go crazy. We don't go spending 500 bucks a pop on a kid. You know, again, we budget it. We know what we're going to get them. Elisa is very frugal. She will search the deals out and she'll get them for below what we budget. I love her for that tremendously because she'll just keep searching and searching and she'll find the best deals with shipping, with no tax, with everything. She's just good. So know that it will cause some major ramifications in your physical intimacy if you're not talking about the financial intimacy at this time. Absolutely. You know, so it's sort of a chicken and egg. You're coming, we're coming right into this. And many of you who are dealing with this may want to just shut up and shut down and not bring it up at all. Can't do it. I think you need to speak up because if you don't, you're going to go through another Christmas feeling the same way you've had year after year and nothing is changing. Right. So again, you don't want to just blast your spouse out of the water. You know, we always talk about giving them their due diligence, giving them an understanding, letting them know what you want to talk about mm-hmm. before just blasting them. Cause you listen to Tony and Elisa. They're, they're going to, they're going to shut down. They're not going to listen and you're going to have even a harder time. So again, you bring it up to them in a way that is not going to cause a defense mechanism to get turned on on them mm-hmm. and let them know that you want to speak about it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, most of you that listen on the first day that we post this, you will be listening on November 30th. That gives you 25 days until Christmas. Have the conversation sooner rather than later. Get on this. You know, we talk, talked a couple weeks ago about getting on the same page. Mm-hmm. Do it with your finances so that you can maintain your intimacy during Christmas. Do not either one of you be hiding gifts from the other one in terms of what you've spent. Don't do it. Cause then you've got the guilt thing going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't have surprises, just have surprises within the budget that you've talked about and don't go over that budget. Don't say, Oh, it's just a little bit. Cause in the back of your head, you're going, Oh, it's a little bit over what we said we were going to spend. And how does that affect your physical intimacy? Can you, can you fully be engaged when you're having sex with your spouse at that point in time during this time of year? If you're keeping secrets because you've overspent, because you know that you've had to play around with the credit cards, you know, shifting balances or splitting purchases or, you know, a little bit of cash, a little bit of credit card, you know, this and that you're playing so many shell games that you're dropping into bed exhausted and you've got nothing to give your spouse. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, okay, you know what? We said we were going to spend $50 per kid. We're going to spend $50 on each other. I'm going to get creative this year. And I'm going to figure out how to make this the best Christmas I can on 50 bucks a person. You know, I, I was talking to one girlfriend, her family. So it's her mom, two sisters and an aunt. 
they have, I want to say it's a $25 limit this year. Nice. And it's all has to be recycled gifts in terms of finding things at thrift stores, finding things, um, regifting, you know, cookbooks or things that they are no longer using. It cannot be a gift card. So they oh, put wow. that stipulation on there. It cool. has to actually be a gift. And so it was really great because the day that I saw her, um, you know, cause you guys have heard me talk about it. I know all the days that the stuff at the, uh, local thrift stores, you know, what their 50% off days and all of those are. And so I saw her coming on one of those 50% off days. I'm like, Oh my gosh, did you go by Salvation Army? She's like, just came from there. And I scored a dress and I scored a sweater. And, you know, she was just ecstatic because she'd gotten creative. That's cool. Stayed within the budget that they'd set and was so excited to be doing this for their Christmas with her mom and her sisters that's and aunt. Cool. And I was like, that's great because if you're, if you take out the gift card option, which is an easy default, then it really does force you to sort of say, okay, I, I got to use a little brain power here. <laughs> little brain power. Little brain power, but you can get creative. Right. You can find websites that have great deals. You, you know, don't just go to the first store you see and buy something right off the rack this time of year you can find all kinds of deals on the internet there are all kinds of rebate internet sites like i found this one called ebates.com and we'll put a link up to it where you get cash back for making the purchases you were already going to make and you can take advantage of coupon codes and all it's fantastic um find the deals spend a little invest a little in figuring out how to do this so that you can be excited about your gifts, maintain the intimacy because you're living within your budget and you're focused on your spouse. Okay, really? You know, I told Tony, I'm like, I don't really need anything this year. I don't really want anything. You know, I, I've picked up a few things for myself at the thrift stores, which are very nice. And you know, if I wrap those up and stick them under the tree, okay. Mm -hmm. I got a couple ideas though. Uh, he always does. I know. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's one of those things where, and he even said at the beginning of the podcast, I don't measure his love for me by the gifts that I get. On Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. Got to love your spouse all year long. You know, I was having a bad it's day last week. Day. Got some bad news. And he shot me this text saying, hey, just pick your head up. Don't let her bring you down. And don't take it out on the kids. I was wondering if you got that text. I did get that text. Okay. You didn't respond, so I wasn't sure. You know, but it was just enough to say, you know what? I'm thinking about you. And I know that that was not news that you were expecting. But you know what? It's not the end of the world. Right. Okay. That means more to me than, you know, if he'd put, uh, you know, a present in a box. Part of it, too, is that gifts is not my love language. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I mean, I, I appreciate gifts, right. but it's not the way to my heart. Right. And he knows that. And so. But gifts don't have to be so extravagant that they bust the budget either. So. Absolutely. I, you know, I appreciate the creativity when it's not a budget buster. Right. Uh, yeah. Because of your frugal self. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm let, let, let's talk a little bit about the cold weather fall sex life we're having and others might be as well as as the colder months 
are upon us. I'm sure many of you are bundling up before you go to bed. And because of this, it's a little harder to find your way to having sex. Because you're all bundled. Because you're all bundled. Somebody in this house does that. And I don't think it's me. I wear socks to bed. <laughs> Which I don't mind anymore because now I do. I, I guess I'm getting older because I don't mind. When, when we were younger <laughs> in our early married days and I wore socks to bed the first time, I got that you're just like my mother. You cannot wear socks to bed. I don't care how cold you are. You are not wearing socks to bed. So anyway, though, mm-hmm. this, this is a time and I, and I was talking with Elisa about this earlier. Is this is a time where you when it comes to your physical intimacy and your sexual intimacy, you need to be well aware of, of how you are dressing still the change it up. I, I was telling Elisa, it feels like we're going through one of these little, all right, we're doing the same thing, the same position, the same Elisa jumps into bed. She turns down the lights. It's the same movements, the same everything. And as much as the, the sex is enjoyable and fun. It's everything that sometimes leads up to it is the same. And it gets old. <laughs> so can, can you tell we had sex last night and uh, I, I didn't knock his socks off before we actually had sex? In case you were wondering, <laughs> this is all coming <laughs> off of a very recent uh, encounter. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's, it's one of those things I think as as humans and we're cold and we don't like to be cold. Some of you do. I don't. But it's one of those things that just drives us from not seeking out change mm-hmm. and and exploring other things during this time of year. And for us, it's something we're going to have to work on. Right. You know, making it a point to go, okay, we don't always have to wait till the last minute of the day do the same routine and then have sex it's making it a point to change it up which we discuss in our book and if you'd like to purchase our book please put in blowout and you'll get the book for 10 bucks plus shipping and we talk a lot about there about changing it up Mm -hmm. you know different places and we we go back to that chapter we we heed our own advice a lot of times when we're talking to you we're talking to you because we need to hear it ourselves. Absolutely. And so if you're, if you're sort of sitting there and it's sort of going, man, it, this is, we, we had such a great year and now it's just sort of being a little lackluster. Find a way to do it. If it's your night to take the lead, bust out in that lingerie or guys go to bed naked. You know, don't wear the same darn things. Be different. Mm-hmm. And, and and for us guys, we can do a lot. And it's it's not always our wives that have to dress up or do things to make it a very a, a very um, different occasion. We can we can go out, and, and I and I'm learning too. I, I'm trying to break out of my mold of the same thing that I'm wearing. So if you have any suggestions, guys, like what you might be wearing, throw them my way. Ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. It will not be talked about on the air i'm just interested what you know what what are you doing i mean i'm thinking like what are you thinking you know like like a robe like a silk robe or something would be sort of cool are you gonna bust out a cigar too i mean what is that 
No, I would silk robe. Would, would a silk robe like turn you on? I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't know. I. You're giving me these weird eyes. Oh, I'm I'm trying to imagine you in a silk robe. Maybe if it was like a silk robe with like a fireplace beside behind me, and like on a bearskin rug. But we don't have a fireplace. <laughs> and we don't have a bearskin rug, and yeah. I don't have a silk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to picture this robe. fantasy. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. You may have to go bust out the electric fireplace. Fireplace. Okay. Uh, I wonder if you can rent bearskin rugs. That would be sort of no, gross. No, that would be gross. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. Mm, yeah. No. You know what was cool though? Remember our 10th anniversary when we did make love right in front of that fireplace at the B&B? That was, that was rad. Yeah, so we stayed at the Knickerbocker bed and breakfast up in Big Bear. That was sweet. And uh, we got the penthouse suite. So we had 800 square feet on the third floor of this B&B. Beautiful B&B. Views on three sides. Yep. And, um, okay, I have to laugh. You know, Tony's talking about this fire. Well, the first night he could not get the fire going or it went out or something. And yeah. so we froze. Did we not have heat in there? I, I don't, I think it was just the pellet stove. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, fortunately there was enough down on the blankets. But we, I mean, we were just, we were cozy. That night, and then I remember the second night because we'd had problems with you lighting fires in the past. We have. I, I think I've learned. Well, it was still. Um, <laughs> Thank you. One night was very cold. The next night was cozy. I, yeah. I but we made we made love in the bed, not on the floor in front of the fire. Oh, we didn't. No. Oh, oh, you know what I remember over there though too, that huge bathtub. Yeah, the bathtub. That was a killer bathtub. The bathtub was the size of a double bed. Yeah, that thing was sick. I mean, it was it was ridiculous how large the tub was. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, it was and and their chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Mm. They they have wonderful food there too. Yeah, the chef there was Okay, nice. well, we're like way diverting off of what we were talking you about. You brought it up. I know. Fireplace and so, bare skin rugs. This week, financial intimacy, sexual intimacy. Let's get it on. I want to hear from you guys. We did it. Come on. Is anybody out there having sex? Because nobody... Like, well, seven days in a row, though. Yeah, but nobody's called us on that. Have you in noticed? In a while, yeah. I haven't heard anybody going for it. I know. Maybe you forgot our phone number. 858-876-5663. Yeah. Or maybe everybody's just waiting for the second annual. In February. In February, if you are. This one's going to be a little different because we always tell people to try to change it up and go outside. So a lot of people in February, it might be cold. You might have to pull out the bearskin rug in the fireplace. Yep. Outside in the snow. That'd be, I'd love to hear some stories about that. Okay. Well, heck, I'd love to hear about those stories now. <laughs> you know? No, I did not mean that they would do the bearskin rug in the fireplace outside. Oh. I meant that they would just change the scenery and be on the bearskin rug in front of the fireplace. Nothing with outside. Yeah. Okay. It's too cold. For you, other people maybe they may like it outside in, in the cold weather. It may it may thrill them. I, I okay. don't know. That, I, I'm, ju I'm just saying it, it may be. I, I think it is possible that there are people out there who enjoy the cold and would be able to make love in the cold. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, buy that. It's uh, not me. But us, I'll buy it. us, it, it's it's a problem, and that's why we're, we're we're in this little rut because you're so cold you can't get out of your sheets, your plushy sheets. <laughs> Tony's feeling a little deprived. I, in I'm case not, you can't tell, I'm not feeling deprived. I'm just, I'm just 
telling it like it is. Okay. When was the last time we made love outside of our bed? I do not remember. There you go. It's been way too dang long. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I, I just want you to remember. Yes. There are three days a week that you can I, initiate. I, I understand that. But <laughs> I also know when, as it starts getting cold. Hold on. Elisa's coughing here. She's working, working her up. I'm good. Um, I also know that when it starts getting cold, I need to give you a lot of warning if we're going to do something different. Because if not, you you just start shuddering on me and it's it's not a fun experience. Okay. Well, Maybe you, what we need to do is just make sure we turn up the heat in the house. Well, there's a creative idea. Thank you. L- let's make that happen. For all We're of you. We're on your days, dude. We are on. Yeah, we are on my days, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. It has been another fantastic week. And like always, we love you and have a fantastic and awesome week. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.